Papa Child. Who is the daddy of Papa Child? Rubber boots, rubber boots. One, two, three, everybody get set. Four, five, six, are we having any fun yet? Here comes Jimmy with the rubber boots part. Presented by BetSafe.net. He's 100% free. 100% no gimmicks, no strings, they're free. We'll talk about life and a little sport. Now you know we're gonna play some games. But if nothing else, you know you're gonna have a laugh. We're gonna have a laugh. We're gonna have a laugh. This is the podcast. This is the podcast. So. Uh, first of all, uh, I got some new merch. Do you guys get your merch yet? I sent. Uh, I, uh, yep, I have I mine. Right oh, so oh yeah, Stoff, you got that. Yeah, so yeah I've got his shirt. So this is actually an ex- this is actually an exclusive piece. They, they only made one. Right, it's a right. palm tree uh, golf shirt with the right. BetSafe on logo. logo. So I'm wearing the BetSafe.net sweat sweatshirt. I got the flat brim and the t-shirt. Oh, don't let Brooksy see you. You won't get through the podcast. I know. Seriously. Wow. Lester's got the uh, the the new BetSafe.net dreadlock hair extensions. Uh, they've yes, just, yes. They've just come out with them this year, so <laughs> we have some of those. Yes, I have good. a box of those. I'll that's be my head on it. That sweatshirt yeah. looks good. You look like you just it won does. a lot of money betting on tennis. <laughs> 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 like you're in the box. You're in the friends box. You've been betting. That's right. That's right. So I, uh, I. I go to uh, Dr. Louie, my optometrist, ophthalmologist, uh, uh, on the weekend for, yeah, it's not Chewy Louie. Uh, that's what I thought. <laughs> Chewy Louie is actually her brother. <laughs> so I'm, and that, it was, Full that's circle. what I was going to say. So, uh, Dr. Louie, her brother was actually uh, doing the appointment on Saturday. I guess they run an optometry clinic. Optometry. Yeah, I think so. I think you're right. Optometry. No, yeah. Optometry clinic, yeah. To look up last la- last night, I had to look up the uh, for the Sens game we were doing the plural of nemesis. Do you know what the plural of nemesis? Nemesi, nemesi. No, it's nemesis. Oh, nemesis. Well, yes. I don't know. Nemesis. <laughs> I looked it up. I said it on the air. No <laughs> grammar police mistake. So uh, I went Wikipedia? to see. I went to see Doctor Louis's brother Chewy Louis, uh, and. So we were going through the thing. I'm having trouble with the eyes. A lot of people have been asking. Um, I'm still struggling. Puffy saw me last night. I couldn't read. I still can't read. And I see at night, I see, I see, I see night visions at night, dead people. I see dead people. Dead people. No, I see, I see, I see stuff around lights and things. But uh, Dr. Louie told me that uh, I was a half blinker. Have you ever heard of a half, have you ever heard of a half blinker before? Oh, it means it sounds like blinker. a sign. It sounds like a Seinfeld episode, yeah. like a close, close talk. I'm dating you, a half blinker. You, I don't blink. I don't shut my eye completely on my blink. I'm a half really? blinker. Yeah. And Whoa. so okay. my eyes get drier because of that, because I'm not getting oh. the full. So now I'm trying to really focus on my blinking. That would try to not be a top be a half. You guys ever yeah. date a half blinker? I don't know. Nope. <laughs> no, way, probably. Man. I have it sounds like somebody you should you shouldn't trust, right? Yeah. Exactly. Hey, yeah. you don't want to hang out with one of those. You, did you hear about Duffy? Guy's one of those half blinkers. It is true. <laughs> but it may be it, it may be connected to uh, 
Brooksy and has told me, and sometimes when I fall asleep on the couch, one of my daughters has told me that I, my eyes aren't always completely shut when I'm asleep. Not one of those really? creepy guys with their eyes like wide open, but they're like only half shut. So maybe that that goes in with the maybe, half blinker. Maybe you have uh, small eyelids. Mm. Yeah, I don't know. They, they're Under not big enough eyelid. to go all the way maybe down. You need eyelid extension. You surgery. do. That could be what will solve all your problems. Chewy Louie will take care <laughs> of it. That would be the next thing I get. <laughs> they got big flaps and they're like coming down to here. <laughs> they won't go up. <laughs> what have you done? With your eyes? <laughs> roll them up. Yeah, uh, pin them up here. Uh, I want you guys, next time you go see your optometrist or ophthalmologist, uh, ask them if you're a half blinker or how, how common is half blinking. How do you guys ever go to eye see. appointments ever? Yeah. 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 You know, nobody gets your eyes checked. I I got it done. I actually had it done once in Australia and the stuff they have there, like the technology was crazy. They took a 3d picture of your entire eye, just like as a walk-in thing. Really? Really? Yeah. Yeah. Why are the Aussies more advanced than us when it comes to optometry? Well, they have semi-private healthcare and that's part of it. So you pay a bit for that, but their actual healthcare is like, you know, like the walk-ins, even very advanced. Hmm, fascinating. Uh, also of note, I wanted to share with you guys. Uh, we did a, we were doing those eighties movies, uh, mm-hmm. deep dives, but they didn't, yeah. they didn't end up being really mm-hmm. deep dives because we realized we didn't have that much to say. So Not for yourself, what happens? Uh, uh, my daughter, Darian was watching Ferris Bueller's day off, which I believe was our last deep dive. We did. Yes. And then on the weekend, she finds that uh, A&E is airing one of those, uh, like, behind the story oh, about nice. Ferris mm-hmm. Bueller's Day Off. Nice. I happened to see. It was see. the 35th anniversary of the, sh- the movie, by the way. That's why, I think. Right. Oh, okay. Yeah. They, they so, copied our deep dive. But this was this was <laughs> the show. From us. <laughs> <laughs> I, think, I think it was done, like, 10 years ago. <laughs> yeah, there, there, was, there was a bit from Lester in there. There was Matthew Broderick. There was a clip <laughs> from him and Jennifer great. Gray and Lester. <laughs> so I learned uh, a lot of interesting facts about the movie. Uh, so I thought we could redo our deep dive right now. Uh, first of all, the original cut. It's a, of- it's a good thing you gave us a heads up on this. Yeah, no, we'll get it. So we've been awesome. bringing our totally Is Darian coming on the pod? No. <laughs> uh, fair, I'm just going to throw some factoids at you. It's not going to okay. be a long thing. I love it. The I original- do have a comment for the end. The original John Hughes cut was two hours and 45 minutes. Wow. Uh, in the original years. cut, uh, Ferris was a much darker character. Okay. Uh, they compared him to Judd Nelson in Breakfast Club. Really? Oh, wow. Mm. Smoker, drinker, really? and uh, some of his, you know, his at the camera soliloquies that there are a handful of in Ferris Bueller's mm-hmm. Day Off were longer and darker. Like there was one about really? nuclear war and other things. Very in fairness. Nuclear war was a lot more of an issue back in the eighties. It sure 100%. was. Well, what was one of Matthew Broderick's, I think movies prior to Ferris Bueller's day off. War games. No war game. Yeah. War games. <laughs> Wasn't war Remember games where, after? Uh, I don't know. I, I just know. Yeah, you're probably close. And war games was a big deal. <laughs> deep dive. War games was 19. Hey, let's do a deep dive into war games. War games, uh, war games <laughs> probably doesn't hold up too well because it's one of those like he start he he's playing with his computer it. and his computer sets off. He hacks into the Pentagon or something. Yeah, and ends up almost awesome. causing a nuclear war, right? Yeah, but in the 80s, you were able to do that. To be fair. <laughs> 
Well, I think, and I think, the, I think it's very much like the end of uh, Rocky Four. Like the computer at the end of Rocky, at the end of War Games, I think says something like, "Why can't we all just get along?" or something yeah. like this, and everyone goes right. True. War Good Games. Point. Nin- if Good if point. you can change, nineteen eighty three. I can change. Nineteen eighty three. Oh, Dabney Coleman. I remember him. What are you listing right now? The War cast Actors, of War Games. The cast of War Games. So we're done with Ferris Bueller. No, no, the thing I found most interesting uh, about the cutouts was that in the in the original cut of Ferris Bueller's Day Off, he has two other siblings, two young siblings. No. And yes, like an eight year old or like a six year old and a five year old, uh, five year old brother and six year old sister. Or something. Wow. Who they completely cut out of the movie. And. The only evidence of this, and I'm sure nerds on uh, on social on social media or on the internet have found this out, is that when the principal is in the house at the end of the movie, yep. he walks mm. past the fridge, and there are little kids' drawings on the fridge, and oh. uh, yeah, so that's the oh, only wow. tell that's the only telling sign in the movie that uh, they screwed up as far but as that could have been Ferris's parents just holding onto his stuff for too long. No, uh, alarming yeah. way. <laughs> yeah, very alarming. What was be interesting to find out these kids that were like, you know, here he is, you're a little kid, you're in this big John Ferris movie, yeah. and you think it's all set, you shot Hughes, and everything, yeah. and then that's uh, John Hughes, and then and then and then you're you're out, you're cut, yeah. you're cutting on the floor. Puffy, what's that feeling like? When you end up on the cutting I, room floor. I I was one of the kids in Ferris Bueller's Day Off. <laughs> 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 that was one of my early early. It was me and Drew Barrymore, and we were the two young kids. You were handsome kid one, but they killed you. Handsome kid one. Another person who ended up on the cutting room floor, uh, almost yeah. Louis Anderson. Uh, oh, I think we may have right. discussed Louis, Louis Anderson. Has a, <laughs> Chewy Louis. Chewy Louis Anderson makes a brief cameo delivering flowers to Ferris's house, yeah. but I believe you you may not even see him or only see him for a few frames. Uh, there was an entire five-minute scene involving Louis Anderson, completely chopped from the movie. Um, wow. And finally, uh, this is not oh, as uh, fun, but when they tested the movie, uh, the testing was, people laughed a lot, but there was incredibly negative testing from women. Uh, all of it due to one line from Sloan. When Sloan and Cam- Cameron, is that? Uh, Cameron, yep. Cameron, Cameron, yeah. Yeah. Uh, the guy from Succession, when they are walking through the city, I think it's when when Ferris is on the parade or just yep. before, or just after, uh, singing Shake It Up Baby. Uh, Sloan, they're talking about relationships and the future, and Sloan says, a girl can always get out, cut out by just having a baby and finding a guy. So Sloan says something like that, like a, a cop out. A girl can mm-hmm. always cop out by just having a baby and finding a guy. Yeah. The negative response to that from test audiences was so great. They cut that one line out of the movie and like the, the approval or disapproval of the movie went from like 30% among women to 98% among women. One line really? from wow. the movie that saved that Ferris sense. Bueller's day off. Yeah. And what else? The only other thing that was interesting was that the shake it up baby scene that I was talking about was near the, the show, beginning. Yeah. yeah. It was near the beginning of the day. Oh, and the, the right. editors. The editor suggested to John Hughes that it would be, it was more of a, like it should be the end of the day, the last Climax, thing yeah. before they go well, back. Which seems obvious, right? 
it's a yeah. very cathartic scene, right? So that yeah. makes sense. Yeah, I'm surprised it would have been at the beginning anyway. But it's like, as I, as we said on our initial conversation about this, that's my favorite scene from the whole movie. I just think that it's so well shot. You know, really wonderful. Shot. But the only so thing they, is, yeah. wait, hold on, but when you're watching that scene, you can tell it was in the morning with the daylight. That was the thing that kind of threw me when I was watching it as a child. I couldn't watch it again. In, in the theater, you yelled at the screen. This is I morning. was like, idiot. This happened earlier. This happened before the baseball game. Yeah, it's pretty noticeable. I could tell. Now, uh, Lester, of note, um, they filmed that scene without having the rights to twist and shout really? and okay. the Beatles were incredibly uh, reluctant to ever no. sell their songs to films. No, very, no they were absolutely. Very I, know, I, I know I'm being facetious. Uh, uh, so apparently bit. it all came down to one meeting uh, and they were able, they paid a, a crap load of money to get the rights to the song, but basically they had no backup. So if the Beatles had said no, that whole scene was cut from the movie. Which wow. seems crazy to me yes. that they would film that scene before they actually shot the movie. Well, think uh, of all but, the people in that scene and all the organization you got to do for yeah. something. That yeah. Uh, that might get yeah. crazy. Yeah. There's no doubt about it. And apparently Paul McCartney hated it because there were horns. You know, the band was playing and Paul McCartney said there should be no horns on uh, Twist and Shout. So there you go. That's my little Ferris Bueller's day so off. I, I got a question because I saw this recent. I saw it recently as I was flipping through channels. And Matthew Broderick obviously does an incredible job as the lead. But do you think like the way he looks that they cast the right person? Because he really does look like a a kid getting away with all this. Like no, I think he. That, I can't, maybe that's I can't the purpose see anybody of else. Movie. Yeah, I can't see anybody else. Like he's kind of cool. He's no, I'm just saying, like, cool. in real, if that happened in real life, no one would buy it. Do you know what I mean? He wouldn't be able to pull off any of these things. Why? Because he, he looks like a kid. Young? Yeah. Oh, you mean he not, looks like a like little being kid? The, like being yeah. the guy at the restaurant, the yeah, sausage, yeah. King, sausage of Chicago, King of Chicago. Who's gonna like? They would have had to cast someone else for that to be actually believable. But I guess the allure of this movie is that you know it, it could just be your average kid that has all these things. right. Right. So I think that's part of it. Yeah. Otherwise, I think he was perfect. And oh, the one yeah, other he did thing. He a great job. Yeah. You know, the, the very end of the movie, like nowadays, uh, when we used to get to go see movies, there's often something that happens. You stay for the credits because there's yeah. something, especially in comedies, uh, you know, every Will Ferrell movie, and uh, uh, there's always something that happens at the end of the movie, yeah. Steve Carell movies. Yeah. That never happened before. And Ferris Bueller was one of the first scenes to do that john hughes filmed the scene of ferris going why are you still here it's over yeah go home right mm -hmm. yeah. 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 so they put that at the end of the credits but uh in the test audiences nobody everybody got up and left the room so nobody was around to stay so the what they ended up doing was there's a scene where the principal after he's been got crap kicked out of him by jennifer gray spoiler alert yeah. uh get, gets on the bus and has to sit down with all the kids on the bus to go back to the school or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And that scene was cut from the movie. So the editor said, I'm going to put that. Why don't I stick that scene on throughout the credits? And then everybody will stick around to see the fairest thing at the end. Mm. Really Very smart. Genius. Very smart. It Very sounds smart. like the, the editor of this movie saved the movie. Well, well that's kind of what I was thinking. Well, is that first cut available in order to watch? Well, I don't know why they wouldn't uh, have it somewhere. I guess in, I think those were the days before director's cuts and now John Hughes has passed mm -hmm. away. So you would never get the rights to it. But 
I think Puffy, you make a point that we always, you know, people win best director at the Oscars and John Hughes was obviously a brilliant guy in the films that he did. Although some of the stuff, as we've said, mm, doesn't, yeah, doesn't not, live up <laughs> standards yeah. wise, but he mm. was, he was still a brilliant filmmaker, but mm. you know, that first two hours and 45 minutes looks like a, like it would be a disaster. Nice. Right. I've been saying this for years. It's all in the editing. <laughs> Never mind these overpaid actors. Damn straight. It is true. Uh, true yeah. uh, what, else, what else do we want to talk about? How about the NHL? No longer on NBC. It's going to ESPN and TNT yeah, uh, next season. Yeah, from very a television perspective. Uh, I, I, I have heard that uh, TNT is exploring uh, maybe hiring <clears throat> a host. Uh, from Canada. Um, so if you're uh, running a network in Canada, you might want to lock in any uh, hosts that you have at a large sum. Oh, for long And their podcast. There's significant buzz about them making an aggressive offer, a bully offer, really, <laughs> to come in now. So, um, wow. Well, know. hey, if they want, you know, the, the TNT basketball uh, crew, is is much like this podcast so why not just take the entire you know first of all i i can't you know i'll never leave tsn you know it's it's home but well maybe on the side the podcast we could just fly down once a week yeah right and uh you would be the the uh who would be the charles barkley character that would be you puffy i'm assuming uh sure less lester would be is puffy's uh, golf swing that bad no i'd be more shack Lester would be Shaq, okay. Lester would be Charles Barkley. No, you say more outrageous. Who says more outrageous things? Lester, but we edit it out. Yeah. Right. That's a good point by you. (laughs) Live TV is not good for Lester. (laughs) Soft would be the uh, Ernie Johnson character, and I would be Kenny Kenny Smith. Tell you what, though, um, there is, I mean, there's been a little bit of rumblings, but apparently Barkley's a big hockey fan, so I could see him crossing over. And doing a few things here and there, I really could. He'll, yeah, he'll, it'll it'll sure. just it'll yeah. just be it'll just be a part. Like he'll 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 do appearances here and there, but that would be probably about it. Uh, we've said it know, before. The, I the can see them sending him to the Cup final. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah I know, but I'm just saying yeah, he's not going to be on. He's not going to be on that panel every week. It just no. he won't. He not won't every, well, he won't be on there every week, but I, I could see him contributing somehow. Like maybe getting his feet wet. That'd be great for the game. I think. I'll say this: whenever somebody gets a new rights deal. Um, the talk will always be reinventing how hockey is broadcast. Mm-hmm. It's a very difficult thing to do. And uh, be careful when you try to do that. Uh, as you know, we tried to do it in 2002. <laughs> we tried to reinvent it with puppets and uh, monkeys. Well, this is one of those magical moments as a sports fan that 10, 20 years from now, you'll remember exactly where you were when it happened. I know I will because the stench will still be in my suit. Maggie the macaque, the simian psychic, the monkey prophet, will begin on this night. And uh, bands and stuff. And Bands are great. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> All those things are still uh, here. <laughs> I would say our, our friends uh, at Rogers tried to a little bit of that when they, when they first got the rights back. And yeah. it, it's tough. It, and the challenge is you know, hockey fans particularly diehard hockey fans, just they want, they want a hockey broadcast, yeah. right? They don't want crazy bells and whistles on it, but you're also trying to bring in new fans and uh, it's, it's, it's incredibly challenging. So best yes. of luck to TNT, uh, best of luck to ESPN on their relaunch. And uh, uh, I've, all my friends at NBC, some really good broadcasters there, Liam McHugh, 
Catherine Tapp, and I'm sure they're super broadcasters and Keith Jones and Patrick Sharp. I'm sure they'll yep. find other gigs, but uh, they did a great job. Yeah, I know. I remember what it felt like when we lost the rights. Suck. Yeah. So I, I feel bad for all the NBC folks sure. who did a. Sure. You know, they did they did a good job hockey broadcasting. Uh, what other stuff we have here? Puff. Uh, I mean, soft. Excuse me. Skinny dipping for school credits. I, I, I actually read. I read your notes this yeah. week. Uh, so did I. So five gold uh, I did too. Hold on a was, second, Jimmy. You yeah. got caught in a lie there because you have made it quite clear you do not know how to. Re- you can't read right now. <laughs> So, I think okay. what's <laughs> happening is Jimmy's reading them and making up what he wants. Exactly. exactly. You, okay, you so, made it at a point that so either you're lying about being blind or you just lied about reading the notes. Liar! 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 One of them cannot be true. I'm trying to do like the this the one of those Paralympic scandals where I get in and win a gold medal as a blind man. <laughs> I, I can't see archery. No, so I obviously I, I can see, but it takes me four times as long. All right. So I can read this line right now. Bill Hayes discussed this on overdrive once, but I believed it to be a myth until now that was in Stoff's notes. I can read it, but it's just jiggly, jiggly all over the page. Okay. Nice. So I can't uh, well, read is a bit of an exaggeration. Uh, so basically the reason I brought this up was uh, Bill Hayes was on overdrive a while ago and he discussed that when he was in school, mm-hmm. we uh, should say a- Bill Hayes is a broadcaster, longtime Toronto yes. broadcaster. Yes. The father of Brian Hayes, our good buddy and the host of overdrive yeah. on yeah. TSN radio in Toronto. Go ahead. V- very common knowledge. Uh, so <laughs> <laughs> basically, uh, <laughs> He was on Overdrive once. He was discussing uh, Overdrive is the program that Brian Hayes hosts. (laughs) He was on there once discussing that when he was in school for phys ed class, they'd have swimming, Mm -hmm. but they would swim naked. And this was part of like the school curriculum, I guess. Mm -hmm. I I always thought this was like some sort of myth or a joke. Uh, It came up again on our like 1050, 10th anniversary call. And Brian said that it's 100% true this happened. So I did a little Googling. uh, And basically, it is true that between 1926 and 1962, uh, many students would swim nude during gym class. Wow. Just male? Just uh, no, uh, well, I don't know if it's just male because I read somewhere that women's classes would try to peek in on the men and vice oh. versa. So well, I assume of... it was well, a bit of both. Yeah, was school like where people uh, sexes separated back in the day? Or no? I don't know if all of them. Yeah, I'd imagine. You, what do you mean, like in the just were in, all I mean, in gym class? Or... No, no, like or like gym class or just in I general. Think so I don't. I I can only go from my parents were not uh, yeah. my mom went to glebe high school glebe collegiate in ottawa and it was male and female for sure back and so she would have gone to high school and geez my mom's when is she 80 i don't know no one cares but uh, anyway I, I think certainly in the about your mom no i mean no one cares <laughs> care. to sit there and listen to me try and do math uh so she would have probably gone to well, high school. Hold on what, a the, second. The fifties, the fifties. Can, can you do the math? <laughs> no, I can't. Maybe we would like. Might be entertaining. <laughs> In fairness, uh, I can't see the numbers. <laughs> I'm blind in my head now. Would you? That would be a traumatic thing, though. To I, I, I will say this: We did swimming in grade nine, uh, Gloucester High School. Uh, Earl Armstrong pool was right across the thing. So swimming was like a, a first term. Did you guys do swimming in high school? No, no, no. Okay. So 
I was, it was a traumatic experience for me because in grade nine, I was 14. Let's just say I had not developed yet. Yes. <laughs> and many of the other boys had developed. Had developed. Ooh. And so I, I did not look forward to swim class. We and like changing, changing in the swim room. And I was accosted by a young man who said, Jimmy, why ain't you hairy? <laughs> Hold on. That young man was a fellow student, I would hope. <laughs> yeah. That was just a little older than me. I can, I, can, I can picture the kid, but I can't remember his name. He was a big janitor. Yeah. Oh, my God. I think I was right in the midst. Did you, I was just did in you the consider midst wearing a little toupee? <laughs> Try to fool them. I think you we should market the that. We should market that little yeah. little two page for for pre pre for grade nines, like grade nines or grade wow. eights, and kids who haven't been there yet. Two pay a pubey. We'll call yeah. them pubes. Can I be pubes. a silent pubes. investor in that company? Ready to be the they face have, of that company. They have extensions for beards and stuff like that. For what guys do we call them? Grow a lot of facial hair. So what do we? What do we call? What do we call them? Uh, a pupae. Pupae. A pupae. A pupae. Well, here we go. <laughs> I, I'm sorry, I'm, but I, I'm I live... Stuffy for pupae. <laughs> I uh, when literally I was in... said pupae <laughs> two minutes ago. Oh, sorry. <laughs> and you just <laughs> came up with it <laughs> in front of me. Oh, I wasn't listening. <laughs> oh, you never heard stop. You never heard stop. I didn't hear it. Oh, yeah, the two guys stop. with the butt safe shirts. Stop. 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 Now he understands how Lester's <laughs> felt the entire history of this podcast. Oh, yeah. my God. It's not good. I it's just not good said that. Hilarious. Hi. Okay. I'm James wow. Duffy for Pupay. <laughs> when I was in grade nine, little Jimmy had to go to the swim change room, and he was bullied by older boys who'd been through the changes that we all go through. Back then, Jimmy <laughs> didn't have access to Pupay. So for all you kids out there, going through the same sort of trauma that Jimmy went through. Pupay, 1995. Call in the next seven minutes and we'll bring you nipple hairs. Throw <laughs> 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 in the nipple hairs. Pace. Pit pace. Pit pace. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, that was traumatic for you. It's that is a hard part in a person's life when you have general, uh, yeah. gone gone through uh, puberty and others have. Well, for and... me, I just remember like getting changed for gym. Like the early years, you're like, you know, you got a towel around you. You're yeah. trying to be hmm. super or whatever. You you know, it's already a very like anxiety ridden time, I'd say. And well, we've already we've all said getting we're still naked not in front of your whole class. Yeah, we see. Yeah, we, I still don't like getting naked. We had the conversation about the golf change rooms before on the podcast. Yeah. The guys are just flaunting it right in your face. So, yeah. hey, Jimmy. Yeah. Did you get my stock tip? What? I think I texted you the other day. What course is that? Yeah, How'd you shoot in the back nine, pal? How you swinging it? Well, one of the uh, one of the fire, big boy? one of the uh, first events. Uh, I think my first year at TSN um, was the uh, the Raptors golf tournament, and so I golfed with our bosses. And then we had to go shower after before the dinner. So I'm showering next to two of my bosses. And it was just, it was, it was weird. Yeah. It was weird seeing your bosses naked and you're, I don't know. Very strange. How come this you're the a very only one who spot. had to do that? I was right going to say, when you say had to, 
was just Jimmy, like, you yeah, want to yeah. keep your job? <laughs> no, you just, you know, you come out, you, your foursome comes into the change room, you all got your lockers next to each other, and you, yeah. you get naked, and you go in the shower, and in this particular... You know, you come out of you have shower stalls. This was at Diamondback. No, no, no. It was at uh, like Rattlesnake or something. And then you come out and you're all naked standing there. And it's just like I said, I've never been comfortable with that. And particularly around guys who just hired me to host shows at their company. Yeah. Well, maybe that's they want to see you. you maybe. Yeah. We should get Keith Pelly on. Let's get Keith Pelly on yeah. and see what, what his impressions of me were naked. Well, at least you had matured by then. So that was good. <laughs> Uh, well, that, that's the rub. <laughs> he, he was still using pupes. <laughs> just the pupae fell off mid shower. Just, just to figure you know it what? out. No, no, no. What you do now is you tattoo it on. <laughs> that, that sounds painful. Incredibly oh. painful. Uh, oh just bring it back to the naked swimming for one second. Uh, my favorite part of the story was uh, there's a full core tale of. Coach Valentine using a life-saving pole to remedy an embarrassing moment for a backstroking swimmer. The coach swatted him on the midsection and oh. shouted, get that periscope down. <laughs> Let's just say Coach Valentine would not have a job in 2021. No. How did that happen, though? Sometimes those probably aren't your choice. Yeah. Maybe yeah, it was a mor- morning class. Yeah. Um, well, and the they, water cold? When the boys were naked, they're not swimming with the girls in bathing suits either, are they? I would think not, no. Yeah. Did I think you do? The, it was separated from yeah. the nudity. Makes sense. The one thing uh, I did do remember from swimming, we were co ed and uh, you got to do mouth to mouth. And mouth to mouth in grade nine was a big deal. I, I did. Uh, I got to. Uh, I got to. Dave. Dave. I did. Here comes those the beer. Those don't count. No James. doubt about it. <laughs> J- James, I, I did roll I a hat at. <laughs> Jimmy <laughs> later. Tried, Jimmy later tried CPR at a school dance. <laughs> I did. I did. I did mouth to mouth with roll a hat. Roll a. <laughs> yeah. All right. Beep beep. We're still friends. Still yeah. friends. Still friends. I ran into her at a. At the hockey rink, and uh, she, uh, her, her son played hockey with my son, and she's one of my, uh, one of my great friends from high school. And we did, uh, I did, uh, did mouth to mouth on her. Day nine. Why don't we get the things that I saw on Twitter? Freaky pigs, strange chicks, world affairs, polar bears, fake news, nice shoes, big boobs, jack dudes, all of these things and more. As I sat on the shitter, things that I saw on Twitter. Some sensible reaction to the Super League UEFA fallout. Uh, that was good tweet stuff. Uh, you want to read it? So this is from CFC Raf. I have no idea who this is, but I came across my timeline. UEFA needs to put the same energy they used into stopping the Super League into stopping racism. Very well valid point. Very well said. UEFA well said. does claim that that is a major thing they're trying to do. So you saw how quickly they got rid of the Super League yeah, when their dope. personal financial interests were at stake. So, And uh, obviously on racism, even this past weekend in soccer, still very much an ongoing but, problem. But that's, the thing that's interesting is that when this whole Super League was being talked about, immediately you heard that UEFA was going to consider you know, docking these teams' points and, and fines yeah. and all this. And then 
with racism, they just put T-shirts on guys and make them, yeah. you know, stand around exactly. for a silence for a sec. Yeah. So let's start. You know, exactly. if these if these fans are with the only problem they've always had with with docking teams for this kind of behavior is the risk that a fan of say, uh, you know, an AC Milan fan will dress up as an Inter fan and then right. and then and make sabotage. these racial state and sabotage. So that's the thing yeah. that's always sort mm-hmm. of, I guess, been their shield for not being stronger on this. But and, I don't and think I can that's tell really you, happened. It, not, not necessarily in the realm of racism, but I, mm-hmm. that has been a thing in soccer where fans dress up as rival fans and go yeah. and cause trouble places. Yeah. Mm-hmm. To, to give the team a black eye. So, you know, Leads I guess that's something. But look, they knew how to step in and really be authoritative here and say, you know, we're not going to tolerate this. Yeah. There's got to be a way to do it for something that's, you know, much more serious and much more, you know, real to all of us. So very well said. Sure. Well, that's what happened very when they stormed well the Capitol, right? It was all Democrats uh, dressed up in Trump. <laughs> Trump, Trump gear. <laughs> I have read that somewhere. Yeah. Can I just oh say, by God. the way, I, I don't, I don't, I want to make this short. I really do because I hate giving these people even time, but did anybody see uh, Tucker Carlson's rant on masks? No, uh, like to me, one of the most despicable human beings out there. The fact that he's got a television program is something else. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would uh, only to promote. I don't know if I would suggest you find it. It's all over Twitter. But basically, he went on a two minute rant uh, about face masks last night, saying that uh, how redi- ludicrous they are. And that if you see someone wearing one, you should essentially accost them and tell them to take it off because uh, it's making you feel uncomfortable. And if you see, oh my a, God. if you see a child with one, Punch you should the call, face. call the police and call child welfare because it's akin to the, to the parent beating up the child mm-hmm. to have wow. them in this face mask. And the fact that this guy has a platform every night on national TV in the States is well, not, nothing makes me angrier than that. But anyway, there's actually a really funny thing regarding Tucker Carlson uh, and people can Google this. Fox News actually won a lawsuit where they were right. uh, they were being sued for you know misrepresenting information uh, that Tucker Carlson himself misrepresented on his show, and their defense and they won was yeah. that nobody believes what Tucker Carlson has to say. Yeah, no reasonable, <laughs> no, yeah. no reasonable person could expect this to be with something someone is serious. And he has about, a nightly but... national show. Just yeah, which is ridiculous. Anyway, yeah, I, I want to move on because I, I like For I sure. don't even like wasting our, our breath talking about this guy. Uh, alligators <laughs> at BMO Field. Uh, you had me for a second, then I realized yeah. that the uh, TFC was still in Florida, but there was yeah. alligators yeah. while they were practicing. Uh, Cam Champ, by the way, did you see during the Zurich um, golf tournament on the weekend? There's all you know. Quite often, you see alligators, particularly when they're down in in Florida or wherever. Uh, Cam Champ was probably four feet ahead of this alligator, uh, and his ball was just hanging just a foot outside the water. Yeah, and and took the shot. Uh, apparently, most of the alligators on golf courses, you yeah, know, they don't want anything sure. to do with you. But I, I'd still, what are your chances of of hitting a quality shot when the gator's like four feet away? I don't think Zero. I could pull that Zero. off. Yeah, I, cu- I couldn't I, pull I, that I, off. I, I, I was just whack it. I was playing a par three last year, and I hit my ball, <laughs> and it landed near uh, like a. Canadian goose with its babies, and yeah. I just literally picked it up and uh, took off after. Jimmy left the chat when yeah. you said you played golf. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't believe me. Oh, I'm, I'm the host now again. Look at me, sure. Look at me, sure. I'm the captain now. 
<laughs> he's like, I'm, right. I'm, I'm not standing for this crap. Right. There's no chance. Right. So, These lies have to stop. Guys, between us three, who thought that that girl actually volunteered for the CPR? No, no, no chance. chance. No chance. <laughs> I don't even think that was time. a class. You started to tell a story, and I, I got... I, yeah, I, I hit my, my ball. It went near a Canadian goose that was there with its... Uh, like babies uh, as i approached my ball the thing started hissing at me and i literally just picked that up and played it from the other side of the green nice. i don't know about you guys but i would hit my Net shot birdie. just fine you know i would hit my shot just fine because my my tailor mates would have been regret and i would have just hit the shot fine <laughs> <laughs> now you know that's a lie it's impossible to hit a bad shot with the tailor made though yeah exactly <laughs> that's, fair, yeah. that's fair i was gonna say Plus wait stop. Stretch, you... like bob weeks still told me <laughs> <laughs> You golf stuff? Yeah. Oh, we, we did that joke already. We yeah. said that's why you left the you, podcast. You immediately you left it. when he brought up that Damn he golfed. Um, Jake Paul calling out Daniel Cormier. You know, I saw this on, I guess, on SportsCenter or something on the, the night of the UFC fights on Saturday. But this thing, look, at we all know there's this there's stuff that is semi-fixed. Not fixed, but, uh, oh, family in? Here's family. Family's back. Puffy's got that look yeah. going on yeah. look another group coming through the house yeah keep it quiet down there tiny 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 keep it quiet uh, are we setting up for you guys follow the stuff more than me are we setting up for jake paul fighting daniel cormier probably daniel yeah, cormier sure. is sure. retired for some time sure, why not? yeah but he'll uh, fight sure. but jake paul jake paul is legit i know none of you guys believe this this guy can actually well, now I think he can actually fight to a level, but do you think he can actually compete for belts? Like, you think he can actually get to that no. level? No, I don't know. No. Why would he's, he be he, able to? Well, see, I can't say he can't, but like, like he's, he's, a not, he's not there now. Old guy who's tra- no, he's maybe not right, right, that right now, but he's a legit fighter. Like, he's. I think he can get to. I think he can be. And and the thing is, like, his ability to draw eyeballs is is he's yeah. he's one of the top people in the fight game. Right now, well, for, see, yeah. that's the funny thing is boxing does kind of need him, or at you least it's beneficial for them because he, like you said, he's bringing the eyeballs and he's bringing attention that otherwise isn't there. Uh, and then, like for, for the tweet, it was actually I think Daniel Cormier ahead of time he said he'd smack the uh, shit out yeah. of Jake Paul if he saw him. Yeah. So Jake Paul mm-hmm. tweeted out a video of them being face to face, and mm-hmm. said smack did not take place. So. No. Mm-hmm. How's, uh, how's the puffy Jake Paul fight happening? Is that uh, it was well so done by Stoff? Where did that Stoff picture come from? That was you, Stoff. You did that. That was yeah, well yeah. Done. yeah. That was well. That was a little poster, you know. So start training, buddy. You got like a month. I could. <laughs> I would fight him for five mil. I would take that severe beating. <laughs> Do you think I'd fight. Doc, I'd fight Jake Paul you back for together? five grand. <laughs> I would, I would rest. <laughs> I want him in the octagon, though. I'm not boxing in the octagon. I think I'd take him. Hundred gold bars. I'd fight for hundred. So I go Greco Roman bars. Say yeah, you had the last round to get your money. Would you do it? Yeah, I'd do it. I'd win. But you yeah, have no money so, if you don't last a round. I get to train for six months with the finest trainers in the world. Yep. Yeah, I'm taking down Jake Paul. I told you guys I beat Dave Rochette in the Grade Eight Wrestling Final. I got him. Yeah, that's, that's the I exact same move. thing. Exactly. Pretty much the same thing. Dave Rochette's a big trainers. guy. <laughs> Dave Rochette's a big guy. Jimmy, can I be in your corner? Would I get to be your hype man? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I'd, want, I'd have the towel on. You know what the difference was in grade eight? Dave Rochette, he was hairy, and I was Ooh. Jimmy no. was clean, Ooh. and so he was he was able to escape the holds. <laughs> I didn't, didn't have my pupae. 
let's get to uh, listener mailbag. Rubber Boots Podcast. Listener mail. Andrew Barron asks, uh, where do we purchase the dog lube that Jimmy had put in his eye? Oh, nice. uh, in a, it, uh, I was going to say inadvertently, but <laughs> you was, actually got it, quite it a was... bit of support from our listeners regarding the Thank dog you. lube. There was uh, there was someone yeah. on Insta that wrote that their father used the same dog lube as so not the same dog lube, used the same eye lube as his dog. Okay. Uh, but the dog's eye lube came at a fraction of the cost, so they just got it from their vet, I guess. So. Well, I did ask uh, Dr. Louie's brother, Chewy Louie, uh, about the lube. I told him about the incident uh, during my appointment, and uh, he, he didn't seem too concerned. He shook his head and said, you're an idiot. But he didn't seem like it would uh, cause permanent yeah. damage, so I don't think that's why I'm having trouble. Um, Andrew Barron says, does, uh, does the uh, dog lube come with the purchase of a Gucci bag? Nice. That's very funny. Uh, Chewy Louie, uh, he asks, yo, what's with Puffy busting my chops? I'm an OG follower of the RBP. No, Puffy? Nothing but love for Chewy Louie. Just I love the name. It, the name makes me laugh. Should we have Chewy uh, Louie as our guest next week? I think we maybe? should. Oh, yeah. yeah. Sure. Need, if you'll honor us with his presence, sure. How yes. do you guys imagine Chewy Louie? Since remember, uh, we were talking about if you if you missed the rubber boots, uh, the gold bar league podcast on tuesday when we had andrew arsenal on uh i was saying that I, it wasn't the way i imagined he was uh much yeah. more handsome and exactly. athletic looking than i'd imagined in my head and so what do you guys think of chewy louie what do you think he's going to look like? i think i think he, he looks like chewbacca yeah that's what i have in my head like a chewbacca yeah. looking guy yeah mm-hmm. yeah that's what i think I, by the way really i don't want to intimidate people like because i've said now that andrew arsenal is i don't want people if they if they don't feel they're super attractive to not yeah, if you're not, if you're not as good on. looking as Andrew, forget about yeah. it. You're not I mean, getting on at, this podcast. Look at this mutt. Okay, yeah. buddy. So come on. Um, so Chewy Louie, maybe we can have him on next week. That'd if be he's, great. If he's willing to uh, Peter McIntyre who won the wedge. Uh, he wants the gold bar belt. So he's going after Ooh. everything. And oh, this was interesting. Stoff, do you want me to read or do you want to read the uh, the love brewing in, sure. the, in the chat? Uh, the for premiere? those who are in our premiere chat, uh, would have witnessed this. Uh, Tessa yeah. Harrison came in and said, Bump is a legend, but Ho is a young star. I like it. To which Ho replied, Marry me, Tessa Harrison. And uh, ta- I did talk to Ho about this. That was a legit wedding proposal. A proposal, okay. Oh, so no. this is what she said. She did not say no. She simply yeah. said, "Before I answer, how are you doing in the GBL? I only marry winners. Top five. Wow. Gotta respect that. Gotta respect it. Yeah. Wow. Like and then, and then Caboose 1984 finished off with Wait, Tessa is probably just Lester's burner account. <laughs> <laughs> and by the way, Caboose 1984 is Andrew Arsenal, who we just had on this week for the oh, okay. So, oh okay interesting that's his, that's his uh, name on you. lester and ho for the record would make a lovely couple they would <laughs> I think they so. would make beautiful babies together come on <laughs> the pod child um, did you say uh, the pod child pod child coming to Craig next fall uh, let's do a quick installment of um, what you watching what you watching just between you and me, what you're streaming on your TV, let me see. What you're watching? Action, drama, comedy, what you're streaming on your TV. 
I only wanted to do what you watch because the Oscars were this week. Uh, they were they were by all accounts terrible. I flicked I back and watch. forth a little bit here and there. Um, I will say that I did. I've been trying to watch some of the Oscar films, though. I told you guys about Promising Young Woman. Have anybody has anyone watched Promising Young Woman yet? No. Thanks. Thanks for listening. Uh, clearly, no. I movies are you. dead. Yeah. Um, the Sound of Metal is what I I watched with Brooksy on the weekend. Uh, Oscar nominated. These are and, terrible titles. Yeah, I, I heard They're I heard terrible. that this weekend actually too. My uh, neighbor was welding stuff together. It's <laughs> <laughs> riveting, riveting picture. Uh, the Sound of Metal. I'm going to forget the actor's name. Uh, brilliant actor. He was in The Night of and uh, was nominated oh, uh, for the Academy Award. Did not win. Yeah. He portrays a um, heavy metal drummer. He's got a, a band with his girlfriend. Um, he's a recovering addict. And basically they're touring around. They're doing really well. They live in an RV. They're loving life. They're completely in love. And his hearing quite suddenly goes. And uh, with it, his life falls apart. Of course. And, but incredibly acted film and uh, quite compelling. Uh, really shows. I thought they did an unbelievable job. I believe they won the sound editing Oscar because awesome. they will cut in and out of scene to to show you what he's hearing as he's going okay. deaf. <laughs> yes. Stop you or you should have been a runner up on that. Uh, maybe Canadian Screen Awards come yeah. around stuff. Yeah, true. Uh, so yeah, they cut they cut back and forth to what he hears uh, to what we're all hearing. So I think it gives uh, a pretty intimate portrayal of some yeah. of the pro- what it's like to be deaf a little bit. Not to spoil the movie, but was the uh, cause of his loss of hearing the heavy metal music? I think that I think that's yeah. without without stated. I think that's wow. pretty much given. Okay. Like his band is like wow. super thrash metal. Yeah. yeah the thing thing I appreciate falling. about yeah. the acting job in this film, and uh, you know, I was upset. Chadwick Bosman. Did I say that right? Bosman. Bosman. Bo- Chadwick Bo- Bosman. Bosman. Bo- I would have loved to see him win. I thought that guy was an awesome yeah. actor. Uh, yeah. Who we lost this year. Uh, I haven't seen the Anthony Hopkins role, but I think a lot of people were disappointed that Chadwick didn't win. But uh, I haven't seen those films. It would be hot, tough to beat this acting performance. First of all, the guy, I clearly learned to play the drums really incredibly well. Yeah. Uh, learned sign yeah. language, learned sign language completely and uh, just wow. does an inc- incredible acting job overall. So I will highly That's recommend awesome. The Sound of Metal. I thought it was really good. And um, yeah, movies are not dead. Come on, wake up. Mm. Wake up. Yeah, kind of are. Shows are so much better. Is gonna change. Yeah. Yeah. You got to say, there weren't the a lot of movies change. watching the Oscars thing that I said, oh, I really desperately want to see that movie. Like, but, and then there's been, yeah, there's been nothing where I've been like, oh, what yeah, a great film. I got to see it. I got to see it. Oh, the only new movie I've seen is, is uh, um, Wonder Woman in 1984. That's it. It's the only movie I've seen good? that's new. It's okay. For a lot, for, I got pushed back several times. For the hype, it wasn't as good, mm-hmm. right? Let's say that. Mm-hmm. But you like the you like the the superhero movies, right? Oh uh, yeah, Marvel and DC. I mean, I, I saw. I mean, I, I did watch the four hour um, uh, Zack Snyder cut of uh, of uh, Justice was, League on Crave. Um, was it good? It, it was good, but I mean, listen again. I mean, wh- the reason it's so long is because they give backstories to every character, right? And it's mm-hmm. a lot right. darker film. Filmed a lot darker than. I mean, it, it was good in that way, but honestly didn't have to be four hours for me you know yeah so that's what i think mm-hmm. so did uh spider-man have two uh, younger siblings that were cut out of the film 
that were added in the Zack Snyder <laughs> Spider-Man is, first of all, a Marvel hero. So I don't know. I don't know the comic. difference. All right. You said Superman or anything? Man. That was embarrassing, James. Yeah, Come on. James. It's one ring to rule like, them all. Never forget. Yeah. Yeah. Like a motherfucker. <laughs> I, I, I did watch another movie. Um, Bob Ogan. Ogan. I'm oh, so, I'm not guy. too good with names today. Yeah. Better Ogan. call Saul. Ogan you Thorpe. Can't see them. Yeah. Bob o- Ogan. Ogan oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Ogan Kirk. Uh, yeah. Ogan Kirk. Sorry. Uh, I'm so mm. bad. <laughs> I've I, like I'm literally becoming my father right in front of the podcast listening yep. guys. Bob Ogan Kirk. Uh, mm-hmm. Better call Saul. <laughs> fantastic show. Yes. Uh, he's in a movie called Nobody. Yes. And that, that, the preview for that looked pretty good. It's good. It's it Is gets it? can It's campy. Okay. Uh, but it's like I, I have a feeling it's going to be a, a John Wickish type oh, okay. series. Oh, okay. And so it doesn't take itself seriously whatsoever. Nice. But he's he's awesome, and uh, highly recommend. Nobody. I I just finished uh, Succession, oh, and nice. uh, the first season I found uh, a little bit slow, but uh, once uh, near the end of season one, and then season two is awesome. So. Anyone who's starting it, hang with it. It gets amazing. Yeah, I was felt the same way. Puffy took me about seven, eight episodes. Brooksy and I would go on, off, uh, watch another one. I'm not sure. And then kicks into gear hard. Yeah. Very good show. Nice. And, and it's based on my, my, my family's life. It is. Yeah. Especially the yacht they have in the like, boat season, at the end of season, season two. two is my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> I know it's unbelievable. All right. Uh, anybody else? Anybody else got what you're watching for us? Nope. Is I've, been not- watching, I've been watching a show called Manifest. Just started. We're on season mm. one. Now that looks like so, Lost. Yeah, I saw it the last time when it was called Lost. No, it's not. It's, it, I mean, maybe some of the pre- It was basically a plane disappears uh, uh, on a lost. flight back from. No, no, but it disappears Polar on a bear. flight back from. Lost. No. From Jamaica. Is there, a hatch? Yeah, there Is there a hatch? No hatch. Reappear- from I've, never, I've never watched Lost, so I actually <laughs> wouldn't know any of these references. The plane reappears five years later. No one knows what's happened to it. It's a big mystery. Lost. I won't give too much away, but so far, pretty good. A little Lost. slow at times. Is, it on, is that like on ABC or something? Yeah. Uh, it, yeah I believe it, it is. That's, that's also what Lost was on. Yeah. Is Sawyer old in scripts. Sawyer. Yep. From Lost. Sawyer. Lost. <laughs> Wow! He you also plays. Watch, hold on, he's the one with Lost. Oh, awesome. sorry, you guys, you guys watched Lost? Maybe. <laughs> and you think course. the joke's on me? <laughs> Lost was really good. <laughs> Everyone was watching it. It yeah. was amazing. I have, a, I have a philosophy on Lost, and it's probably the same with Manifest. They go into these pitch meetings it. in the in the ABC boardroom, and they go, "Here's a show: plane crash, island, oh. everything's messed up. None of that happens in Manifest. Whatever." <laughs> that's season two of manifest when they get when they crash Damn in it. new york city <laughs> <laughs> they get back on the plane no but lost like lost they threw all this stuff out in the pilot they're they land yeah. on an island spoiler alert spoiler alert people are dead people are alive they don't know where the hell they are suddenly there's a polar bear yeah. there's some crazy wind monster uh but they didn't have any idea. They didn't, they didn't know these riddles. They didn't have a solve it. They just threw all the riddles in. And so they got to about season five and they're like, hey, uh, Earl, how the hell are we going to write our way out of this one? And then they came up with some yeah. um, ridiculous. Sounds like I don't Game of remember. Thrones to me. 
Yeah, Game of Thrones. Wrong. I think a lot of people were very upset with Game of Thrones at the end. But, I, but, but I, yeah. here's what happened. But Game of Thrones. Well, is when you build up that much hype, it's impossible yeah. to match it, though. Sure. Exactly. But Game of Thrones. Kind of like but, oh, so I like <laughs> the difference here is that they wrote them like Game of Thrones. Okay, maybe they you weren't happy with the writing at the end, but it was you know some sensible storyline where this was like ridiculous. You had to it either had to be the afterlife or I can't even remember what was yeah. it. Bobby? Were they in heaven? Was that the, the end of the last realities? Was it not? Alternative yeah, I think it was alternative reality. The guy who I, didn't watch it's telling us. I don't even remember. I, I've only heard end, from people how horribly yeah. disappointing the show was. It, so. it was really wow. good for a couple spoil seasons, it, and then it went sad. Two good seasons. Two good seasons, and then forget. Yeah, think you'd be a good? Uh, would you be good on like a desert island situation like that, or would you be bad? Who am I with? <laughs> You're with the random strangers. So it's us four. It's us, well, us four. <laughs> I think we're dead in two weeks. Have I passed puberty? Yeah, no, no, they're all making fun of your your best in there. <laughs> That's the yes. first two hours after we crashed. Damn it! <laughs> your, uh, your pants were blown off in the explosion. They call you, they, and, and they make a nickname for you. They start calling you Harry. <laughs> Harry, uh, Piggy from Lord of the Flies. That's what I become. Oh my god! Uh, I don't think I do well. I don't think I would do well in Survivor. I think, like, as uh, soon as I missed yeah. my first meal, I'd be like, hey, guys, <laughs> somebody sneak me a sandwich. Survivor's Evie. You just make a couple side deals with a camera crew. That's yeah, true. exactly. I think I could pull that off. I worked, uh, I worked in Florida with a freelance cameraman once, uh, NHL All-Star Weekend, who had worked on Survivor. Oh, yeah? And, yeah, he, he worked on the initial season of Survivor. And he uh, told me, and this had been long rumored, I think. He told me that, what was the girl's name? The sweetheart on the first season of Survivor ended up like dating Rob Schneider or something. She's in a Rob Schneider movie. No, that's, that I was season two. About. That was season yeah. two, though. No, I think that was Claire. Season, season one. Season one. You sure? Yeah. Yeah, it's the Richard Hatch season. It's, is her oh, name's okay. Claire? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, Claire. I remember her. She was really she, pretty. I believe girl, yeah. she might have been... They... She might have been like having a, a thing with one of the cameramen. I'm trying. I'm trying to remember this. What the good guy told me that she was like with him. Date- she was dating <laughs> no one of the other cameramen, and so they had to like pretend on the show. They had to have a plot line of her potentially dating this other character on the show, but she was really like dating the cameraman. He was like sneaking her sandwiches and stuff because <laughs> you know back then they're just shooting. They don't know it's going to be a hit show, right? They're just shooting yeah. a show on an island somewhere. So the cameraman's got this cute girl. He's sneaking her bars of soap. Colleen, I believe, is her name. No, Colleen. No, Colleen. Yeah. Colleen. Yeah. Yep, it yeah. was Colleen. Yeah. We all loved. We all had a crush yeah. on Colleen. Yeah. The first huge season crush. Survivor. Yeah. Uh, first first season of Survivor was like, brand new and it was actually like pretty cool to watch. It was. Yeah, awesome. it was. And they just started doing the same thing over and over for you know the next yeah. twenty years. So. It's still on too, right? I guess it's yeah. just was probably so. COVID, probably canceled for COVID for a couple of seasons. Yeah. That was year, I, year, year two thousand. Well, hold on, wouldn't that be the safest COVID thing to do? Hundred yeah. percent. Just would be. bubble them. Bubble them. Yeah. You can't send anyone to, home. We used to have survivor pools at work. This was the yeah. day before there weren't spoilers that you could find on the interweb. Yeah. And uh, yeah, we used to have survivor pools with like 30, 40 people at work predicting who would get knocked out when and everything. That was, yeah. it was a massive show in those early years. Anyway, yeah. we've talked too long about uh, what you're watching, but thanks for all people your patience this week, talk. everybody. 
Yeah, they do. And, oh um, my gosh. The size of that. Oh, there we go. It's gone. Yeah, I'm sorry. My phone's about to die. Uh, I got to set up. My, right. It's a big afternoon. I'm going to set up the uh, the uh, the golf net in the garage. Me and Jim, are you? We're going to moving it from the basement to the I'm garage. I'm doing the same thing, so Jim. A little more, little more can headroom. You, can you do I'm full swings? Full swings in the garage. Maybe not the driver. Oh. Driver might take out my overhead uh, remote control garage door opener. See, I mean, I might have to. I might have yeah. to be in the neighborhood. Yeah, come on, drop by, but kid, we got to. That's we illegal, Jim. We can't do that right now. Oh, but I forgot. I'm I'm not I can't. Since I, I wasn't won't. invited, I'm not editing that out. <laughs> yeah. Stay here. I won't. I won't be there. Look for me, but if I, I won't be there. <laughs> uh, we'll see you next week on the Rubber Boots Podcast. Half like that safe, not net. What? I'm doing half weeks. <laughs> Just as you guys were talking, I'm like. Stop's background looks like that Bill Belichick background. <laughs> like his kitchen is almost the same. And then I'm like, oh, it's a fake. Let's just cut the whole swimming thing out. <laughs> no, 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 it's the entire really podcast. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. You got to keep the pupae or whatever. The yeah, pupae, no, pupae is great. Cool. But no, cut out the part where less, cut out the part where Stop said it. <laughs> hey how are you i got a question that i really want to ask you wait don't hang up i need to know so i'm gonna try and push my luck are you wearing your rubber boots tonight are they purple yellow green blue black or white are you wearing your rubber boots tonight and do you like the dunk tank at the fair? I know it's a little strange. My obsession with your choice of footwear in the rain. I know that you're on TV. But I need you to put your boots up on the desk for me Are you wearing your Hawaii boots tonight? Are they purple, yellow, green, blue, black, or white? Are you wearing your Hawaii boots tonight? And do you like the dunk tank? At the fair This is the part they call the bridge a bridge has water under it With rubber boots you can wade in the water Just don't fall in Are you wearing your rubber boots tonight? Are they purple, yellow, green, blue, black or white? Are you wearing your rubber boots tonight? And do you like a dunk tank? And a bear Bad. Are 
you wearing your rubber boots tonight? No, seriously. Are you wearing your rubber boots? Don't hang up. Please? Somebody? Hey? Hey? Anyone? 